Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The cost of everything is going up and we're into July and I'm sure a lot of parents listening will be bracing themselves for the very expensive back to school period and uh, that's despite uh, things like the free book scheme uh, one of the biggest costs is school uniforms with many schools requiring crested items from certain brands which are a lot more expensive than cheaper non-branded alternatives so is it an unnecessary cost on parents and should non-crested uniforms become mandatory so i'm joined in uh, the studio uh, by two people involved in education in different ways uh, and uh, teacher Eric Nelligan and Karen Sugru is uh, with us um, uh, as well and you're both very welcome. Good morning to you. Morning. Oh, you both of you wear many hats um, but you're here specifically to talk about this this morning um, and this, this comes, I mean, while it's an annual concern it doesn't appear as though anything's ever really been done about it, Eric, does it? I mean, it, it, it comes up, it's discussed, it's dismissed, and then crests, and that's the way it goes. Uh, when when there's no diktat from the boss of schools, the Minister for Education, schools are left to do what they want. And some schools move fast, some schools move slow, some schools have strong uh, parental input who have um, good influence in directing, in directing school policy in certain directions, or the schools don't. And that's that's what it comes down to. So I do know, like in our school this year, we've changed our provider. So we've gone to a non a non uh, well known brand for our sports provider this year. So with that and it was it was on the back of requests from parents to cut costs. So schools, most schools, I would find, um, will respond if uh, the requ- if 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 I want enough pressure is I kind of want if pressure is applied through the parents' council. So. There are methods to do it, but it requires the parents to get up and do it. I suppose what you see in schools is parents are involved for a number of years and then their children move on, so they move on. So it's, it does a constant turnover of, of parents with an active involvement in the school. So that's probably why maybe things don't happen as fast as as as, as many people would like. Mm. What do you think, Karen? Uh, good morning, Joe. Thanks a million for having me on. Um, so I suppose you won't be surprised to hear that I disagree with Eric. Um, I think that, first of all, to say that the Department of Education issued a circular in 2017 uh, saying that all elements of a school uniform should be purchasable from easily um, a- a- accessible stores. Now, that's only a circular, so that means that it's it's um, advice rather than uh, definite instruction. But what it does mean is that schools are making these choices themselves. Now, School uniforms should be cheap, comfortable, non-gendered and easy to find. And it is, and I am specifically mentioning the inclusive element of uniforms because this is Pride Week. And Joe, you know I'm always trying to shoehorn this conversation into everything. Um, So there, there is a number of issues that could be very easily solved by just letting parents buy tracksuits in local shops. And I really have to put a shout out to the, the difficulties that um, uniforms give to, to, to parents when you're working, when you're tired, um, trying to replace them, trying to get into town, trying to order them. These things are desperately stressful on top of all of the other pieces to it. And I also just have to say to, about teachers, I mean, this to me isn't about teachers. Teachers are the most hardworking people on the ground. 
there is they are the heroes of, of every situation. The Department of Education, the government, needs to step up. Now, today, as you said, um, we are going to be hearing how much money we have, and there is a huge amount of money. It would be really wonderful if the Department of Education stepped up about school uniforms, and there's a number of things they could do. So you mean standard tracksuits without crests? I... What I mean is that there should be, I mean, yes, I'm going to say as a parent, yes, 100%. If I could go down to Dunn's and just buy replacement things as they were needed, that would have made my life or would make my life so much easier because you always have to replace things. But some schools, and I, I don't understand the rationale for this, and maybe Eric can can say a little bit about that, but some schools really want crested stuff. But there is, you know, easy way around this. They could provide a crest, an iron-on crest. So you could buy your things locally in, in your Duns and your Pennies and your Aldi's or wherever, and then iron on a crest. Now, money from government could come to the schools to provide crested um, crests for for the parents. Is there any degree of hoity-toitiness going on? In relation to? The uniforms, the crests costs where you have to go for them particular schools wanting particular there there is no question in my mind that that is exactly what it is and uniforms there is a great i mean with my psychotherapy hat on and my my teacher hat on i guess there's a great um solid emotional reason for students to to have the same uniform It, it removes obstacles and barriers um and 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 it provides kind of an equal playing field so for me for a load of reasons uniforms are good but they should be very easily accessible, cheap and non-gendered and inclusive. Why are um, students who identify as female, why are they still being required to wear skirts in 2023? 20, um, I agree with what Karen says. Um, we should provide, uniforms should be reasonably cheap. Uniforms should be of good quality. And school, but schools... Schools like to have an identity. They like to be able to, to, like, a part of being a part of a school is trying to develop the culture in the school and develop a pride for the uniform and a pride for what it means to be a student in a certain school because once, if a pride exists and if if a positive disposition to the school exists, students are more likely to um, to be more comfortable in school, to be happier coming to school and things like that. So that's probably why the element of the school is there. The crested element, I suppose it goes back it goes back to everything is you, I'm looking around to see you here and I see a lovely design for Live 95 FM on the microphones in front of me and when I'm looking at the Munster and Rugby uh, flags on the wall as I came in they all had a crest on it so I suppose there's probably a tradition there and there's a likeness there but I'm not going to I'm not going to fight with someone who says uh, we can just as easily have uniforms that are non-crested because of course there is an element to that I suppose as a parent one thing I've noticed um, is in, in the last couple of years we have bought some of the, some items that were non-branded for my children when they were going to school, and I've just noticed that they've the quality isn't as good. They've shrank in the wash a lot quicker. Now maybe it's down to me uh, washing them wrong or something, but I wash them the same as the branded stuff, and I have and that hasn't happened. But that that could be just a random that could be just a random coincidence or something like that. But they, they are significantly cheaper. So it, like I think we bought two t-shirts for five euros in one of the big supermarkets, while the the branded T-shirt that we got in the specific shops was probably 12 or 15 euros. Just that point you make about yeah. identity is an interesting one. You know, Is it a basic human desire to be part of something? And it's not just kids in school, it's as you go through life. 
yeah, look, I'm like a psychotherapist, so maybe Karen can explain well, that we'll better. Ask Karen but, yeah. um, that, that's, look, I, I'm heavily involved in sport, and one of the things you want to do in sport is you want to encourage everyone on your team, on your panel, everyone associated, to get behind the team. That's why every team has a logo, every team has colours, and it's part about building up collegiality and, and branding there. And in fairness, most students like that. And even Karen mentioned the Pride Parade, that's, that's happening soon enough. They're, they're, you have the Pride flag, so you encourage people involved in the Pride Parade to get behind the Pride flag, and you show it, and you show your emotion to it, and, and you put it forward in a positive light. So um, from a practical point of view, having non-branded uniforms isn't a bad thing, and I would encourage any parents listening to this today to go through your parents' council, contact the, the, the principals, because principals, deputy principals, assistant principals, they're all parents, or most of them are parents. So they, they're, we're, we're all conscious of the cost of living crisis out there. And as I mentioned, in my school in St. Munchens there, we just changed our sports provider, and that will offer 30 to 40% savings for all the parents buying gear. Yeah, we're chatting to Eric Nelligan and Karen Sugru. And Karen, that point about identity. Yeah, um, Eric is, is absolutely right. Uh, there is something in, in in our basic makeup that requires or yearns for connection and belonging. And and I think it's a very important piece, actually, as part of the school experience. Um, and emotionally very important for kids to feel that they, they are part of something and that they belong. However, by the same token, if you have a kid or a family who can't afford things that other kids in that, that setting can afford then you have the exact opposite. You have an obstacle. And there is international studies that show it's actually an obstacle that can cause people to miss school. Now, that's exactly the opposite of what we are aiming to achieve with school, with belonging, with uniforms. Uniforms should be accessible to all. The other thing is that at primary level, junior infants, senior infants, don't a lot of schools just have tracksuits? Some of them are crested for Boys, girls, is, is, is that not the case? It, it, it seems to be, um, which is which is fantastic. Or it seems to be that they have, certainly in, in for my kids, they had a tracksuit kind of for the winter, but they also had a more formal uniform. Now, that means you have to buy two sets of uniforms, which, which is massively um, expensive. And then you have the additional piece of kids growing you know, yeah, very over quickly. a weekend, <laughs> over a weekend, they on the Friday they fit That's into true. the pants. I've seen oh, it. You're actually I've right. Seen it. Over the weekend, they, they fit into, yeah, they fit into a pants on Friday that they do not fit in on the next Monday, and then you have to at high speed go into to a shop yeah. and try and replace and, it. And, and uh, listener Joy is saying, making the obvious point, of course, why can schools just not produce sewing crests, and and that that would address a lot of the issues. Can you sew, Joe? I can't. <laughs> I'm well, I, you, you I mentioned can, uh, the ones you can iron on. Yeah. I can't sew either now. It would have to be iron on. That's yeah. the, absolutely. Look, I just know from from school where we give students the option to put their initials on um, to put their initials on on piece of of uniform that they buy or sports gear to buy. It's quite expensive, so I'm not uh, sure. Like going to one of those providers that uh, sews on different things might be might be costly. But like you're, you're, what Karen said is very right. Only yesterday I was fitting my youngest daughter who's starting school next August or September. We were trying on her uniform from her older sister. And um, look, it, it, was, it, was, it was a branded item, but it lasted. But it's great to see it's all, it's, um, younger children are, wearing, are given the option of wearing uh, tracksuits, which is, which, which is more comfortable for them. And, right. Yeah. Um, listener has been in touch to say, and here's an interesting one, all parents were invited to the school at a certain hour on a certain day and asked to bring any old good quality uniforms that they had no use for any longer. Didn't matter how many items you bought, items were just left out 
under their respective age groups and you could then just go through and pick up anything that you wanted from the left out uniforms. No money was exchanged, nor were you limited to taking the same amount as you brought. And apparently, a few schools in Limerick do this. Have, yeah. have you heard of this? Yep. Now, yep. Now we do something similar. Look, we have a storeroom full of gear, uh, full of, of shirts, trousers, jumpers, and any student that, that wants access, no, no questions asked, there's stuff there for them. And it's all good quality stuff. So like anything that's torn or tatty, obviously, it's recycled. But anything that, that can be handed out. Because unfortunately, look, when students leave stuff behind them, they lose it. It happens a lot every year. At the end of the year, we put out all the jump. You'd be shocked at the amount of jumpers and T-shirts and shoes that are, that are found in the school. But they're all there to be collected and any student in need. So again, talking to parents that are listening out there, if you are under pressure financially, just have a word with the school, with your school contact, whether it's the principal, deputy principal or, or tutor or whatever. There are assistances that schools can give to, to families that are under pressure. So don't, mm. don't put like it's easy to say for me sitting here now, but try not to worry too much because schools can help. There are there are there are there are, there are little pots of money and there are little funds available to all schools to help with books, to help with meals, to help with um, uniforms. So contact your school if you are under pressure. That's the best advice I can give. Yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, then voluntary contributions is something we touched on as well that aren't really that voluntary. Now, certainly the school book scheme is helping and a lot of parents actually they missed, I think, the announcement in the budget with everything else that was going on and have at least in that case been pleasantly surprised about it uh, for this September. Um, but it's still very expensive, isn't it? It's, it's very expensive. I was looking at the Bernardo's figures from last September and we're talking about fourth class on average 424 quid going in in September for all the, the stuff. First year, 814. That's per, per child. Per child. Yeah. Fifth year, 722. I mean, that's... If you have two or three kids. I mean. If you have two or three kids, I, it's it's a shocking amount. Mm. Um, and and, and I, I agree with, with what Eric is saying. Schools are great and there are, uh, you know, piles of, of things that they can do, but... To be honest, we shouldn't have a system that requires parents to go in and say, look, I'm in, I'm in trouble, I need help. People don't want to do that. It's exclusionary. No. It's an obstacle. What very often happens is that they, they don't, for reasons that I absolutely understand, want to discuss their, situa- their home situation with anybody. So they make cuts at home. They make choices at home that nobody sees except them. And those choices become serious forms of exclusion and obstacles for those kids. And and really what we need is a, is a government that has a surplus of 10 billion, I believe. Um, and although we're, we're told constantly that um, this is a once-off, really, if, if, let's spend some of that. Let's use some of those funds. Maybe we can provide ethically sourced, cotton-based uniform jumpers for all schools. I don't know. This is magic mm-hmm. wand territory. All right. Well, look, thank you for talking just this morning. I mean, I think it, it kicks off a, a discussion around now when people are thinking about this. It'll be interesting to hear what reactions we get to it. But it's definitely a dilemma, especially in the context of the current cost of living. Uh, thank you with uh, your education hats on this morning. Thanks Appreciate your time. That's Karen Sugru and Eric Delican. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett.